Hello everyone and welcome to what I'm going to call Spencer Talks here on the Outrage channel. Al and I have been quite busy the last month, that's why we haven't posted at all in the last uh, a little over a month because of um, going into our finals, our actual last week of school is uh, this coming week. So Al and I have been quite busy with our tests and um, final projects and stuff like that. So him and I have not been able to get in the same room together for any extended period of time is why we haven't been able to record anything. I hope they'll record one more podcast before he goes home to Timmins next Friday. Um, this weekend, we actually have two assignments due next week, one on Monday and one on Thursday. So we might not be able to get in this weekend, but I hope to get with him at least one time this week after class or something to be able to get something out to you so we can uh, talk about seeing you in the new year when we have our new schedules, maybe are in the same group again, but that to reach their own. Um, this is more going to just be me, Spencer, one of the two hosts of The Outrage, just talking, because I've been thinking about creating content, and I've been kind of debating it for the past couple of weeks, deciding how I want to do it, how I want to format it, and I'm just going to call it Spencer Talks, and I'm going to talk for 20, 30, 40 minutes, however long I go, and I'm just going to kind of spitball. I don't really have a lineup made, I don't have a, an idea of what I want to talk about, other than one thing, because I saw it, and it kind of upset me, and and uh, I want to talk about it. So I really don't know what this is going to look like. Um, going forward either, I'm going home as well. He's, Al's going back to Timmins next week. I'm going back to Owen Sound next week. So I'm um, not sure exactly how often this is going to be. I'm hoping to do it at least a couple times a week, if not every day. I'd love to do it every day. I'm not sure I'm going to have time or the energy to do it every day. But um, I, I can dream, I guess. Uh, but, but anyway... Um, the reason why I'm doing this for the first time is because I've been seeing some things that have been upsetting me in, in the sports world, and you can take your pick. It's Deshaun Watson coming back from his suspension, if it's um, just some other things that have happened. The Qatar World Cup continues to get way more ridiculous by the day as the day goes by, and, and you can you can kind of pick your poison there. But today, something upset me, and it's actually two instances here tonight in the NBA. So. With about two seconds left in the Pelicans game, Zion Williamson, uh, former first overall pick, uh, Duke alumni, uh, had a dunk, windmill dunk, 360 dunk, with two seconds left on the clock while his team was up by eight. So the game was out of reach. The, the clock was winding down. Not like there was a shot clock involved. There's two seconds left. And he does a, wind, he does a 360 dunk. And it was a really cool-looking dunk, and, and fans can like it. And obviously people are, are going to complain about it because he uh, scored a basket with just seconds remaining. Why didn't you just run out the clock? It's more respectful that way. And it happened again later on tonight. Rudy Gobert, the former Utah Jazz player, playing against the Utah Jazz for his new team with the Timberwolves as he was traded this offseason, uh, laid the ball in with about two seconds left as well and had some exchange wars with a player that was sent in his deal from the Timberwolves to the Jazz in Malik Beasley. So, two instances tonight of players scoring with little time on the clock, with no implication of needing to score, just need to run the clock out, as both of their teams were up by more than a reasonable amount. And people are upset about it because, of course they are, because they see it as a respectful thing. You need to be respectful of your opponent, respectful of the game, da-da-da-da-da, garbage. Because you might can, can, probably can't tell by the way I'm saying this, it upsets me people say that, and there's a very specific reason why it upsets me, and here it is. I hate the idea of telling an 8-year-old kid, I want you to stop 
playing because we are so better than our, our opponent. We are so much greater than them. We don't even need to play. We can go in cruise control. We can put the car in neutral, and it doesn't matter. I hate that. I don't care if there's one second on the clock or if there is still three quarters to play. You play the game it was intended to be played. I don't care if it hurts your feelings. I don't care if it hurts your, your self-esteem. If I am playing a sport, I don't care what the score is. I don't care how much time is, on, time is left on the clock. If the whistle hasn't been blown, I'm playing the game. Period. I don't care. You can call me unsportsmanlike. You can call me anything you want. doesn't hurt my feelings. It upsets me because I can't imagine telling my seven-year-old nephew, Hey, Bryson, don't stop playing hockey. Stop playing lacrosse because you're up by three goals or four goals in hockey or you're up eight, seven or eight in lacrosse. Truly upsets me because I would never be able to do it. Because that's not the way I, I operate. I don't care if he's up or down. You play the game the way the game is supposed to be played. Period. I don't care. Even at the professional level, when you're paid millions of dollars. Rudy Gobert paid 25 to $30 million to play basketball. Zion Williamson, his rookie deal, I still believe. But we'll be, being, we'll be getting paid a max deal, which is around 35 to $40, $40 million a season to play basketball. It is ridiculous to me. Outright insanity to me. To expect athletes to just stop playing the game. And I understand that they don't need to do it. I completely understand. And I respect players who don't put, don't score when the shot clock is not, you know, in violation. That they just let the clock run out. I, I understand it. I probably do it. But I can also see the other side of why does it matter? The game is already over. Why are your feelings hurt that they're still playing the game because, you know, there's still time on the clock in spite of the score? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And people being upset about it and commentators being upset about it because res not respecting your opponent. I disagree completely with that notion. I think it's more disrespectful to say we are better than our opponent to the point where we're going to stop playing. Could you imagine... Could you imagine doing something and seeing somebody beside you is so much better than you, they stop doing what they were doing because they don't want to hurt your feelings. That would upset me more. That would hurt my feelings, quotation marks, more than them just continuing to run up the score on me, if you will. Because then at least it shows to me that, you know, they don't want me to come back. They're not allowing me an opportunity to come back, which they shouldn't. They should try to bury me as much as they can to show their dominance. To impose their dominance. It shouldn't be a, you know, I could have won by 50, but we won by 30 to be more respectful. Like, what a bunch of garbage. You know, if you win, you win. There's a winner, there's a loser. Who cares what the score is? You win, you lose. Period. There's no, the score line is just the reasoning why you lost. The amount you lose by makes no difference that you lost. And I understand that sometimes it's more demoralizing to lose by more goals than it is to lose by less goals. But I disagree with that. I think it's the way you lost. If you lose 5-1 in hockey, but you feel like you played really well, then you're not demoralized. If you lose 5-4 and think you played like garbage, then yeah, you're going to be upset for obvious reasons. My, my mother hated when I played sports as much as I played house league sports because I suck. But anyway, you know, she hated it because I was always upset because I always usually played on bad teams. And I have... Two reactions after a sporting event. I look at my performance, and I look at the team performance. Team comes first, and then it goes to me. 
If my team loses, I don't care if I scored eight goals. I should have scored nine. I should have scored ten. I'm saying in soccer because I couldn't play hockey. Soccer was my, my preferred sport, to be honest. But anyway, if, you know, I didn't win, I didn't care what I did. My performance doesn't matter. We didn't win. I want to win. I am here to win. I don't care how many goals I score, how many assists I get, how many saves I make if I played the goal. I want to win. But if we won, say 4-2, 3-1, then I looked at individual performance. And if I didn't score, if I played like garbage, then I'd be upset. Mom said, but you, but you won. I said, yeah, I won, which is great. But I'm looking at my performance because then it becomes on me. If we win and I have a good performance, I still will most likely look at my negatives of what I did, what I wanted to do and what I did do and what I could do better to try to improve. But I was still happier with my performance. And that's the way I layered it. Because I wanted to win first, then I wanted to play well second, and then third I wanted to see what I could do better with both of those things in mind. Pardon me. So, that's the thing. And I will never understand this perspective of trying to be respectful to your opponent to basically giving up and saying, you know what, we're just going to stop doing, we're still going to stop playing the sport the way it's supposed to be played. We're going to stop playing because we are so much better than our opponent that we're just not going to try. Because why would we? We don't need to. We can still score and still do, do what we want to do without even trying. Like, that's way more disrespectful to me. That's way more ignorant to, to me, to your opponent. I believe you should run up the score on your opponent. You should play the game the way it is supposed to be played. No, should you press up 40? No, obviously not in basketball in particular. You should not be full court pressing up 40. That's ridiculous. That's unsportsmanlike. But if your team is still playing hard defense, is still playing the defense you want them to play, and they're still playing physical and they're still playing hard, there's nothing wrong with that. The reason why you're here is to play the game, period. And I just doesn't doesn't compute with me of why fans and, and media and you know athletes especially complain or see it as sour grapes when Zion Williamson does a reverse three sixty dunk with two seconds left on the clock up by eight. Like I don't it doesn't make any sense to me. Because more importantly and this is another point that I, I wanted to bring up. It brings fans in. Like, I don't get why people get so upset about it when Zion can do these things. Like, I haven't seen a Zion highlight. I've seen a couple this year, but I haven't seen a whole, whole, whole hell of a lot because the Pelicans in New Orleans aren't a big market, which we knew when he got drafted that there wasn't a big market and that that was going to be a problem and why people thought he would want to leave. And now he wants to stay because they're a good team. But anyway... You know, he does a 360 dunk at two seconds left on the clock. That's a highlight. In spite of the score, in spite of the, the time left on the clock, that's a highlight. Kids are going to see that and think that's really cool and want to come see that guy play. Period. No matter where you are in the country. If you're a Raptors fan or where, wherever. So, it's ridiculous to me to do that. Because it's the problem with sport and what sport has ran into with trying to make itself more marketable to the younger audience. What they don't understand is the younger audience does have a smaller attention span. They do, just naturally. It has gotten to that point. But that doesn't mean that we should make everything traditionalist. Like this is the 80s where you can just be, have to be respectful and you have to respect your opponent and the sport and all this garbage. I understand respecting your opponent. 
but it's respecting your opponent to win, to try to play the sport the way it was intended to be played over 100 years ago for most major sports. Like, who, like, baseball is the, the greatest component of the idea of sport dying, because baseball's ratings have fallen, and is probably no longer America's pastime, which it used to be, and is no longer the, the cultural medium it used to be in America, where athletes were way more culturally known in America and outside of America in baseball. Now it's more football and basketball and even hockey relative, comparatively speaking, to, to baseball. But it makes no sense because baseball's biggest fail, and I know I'm kind of moving away from basketball with the, with the dunks with seconds left, but this, in my opinion, falls into that. It's the baseball when you're up by insert number of runs. We'll say eight. You're up by eight. Ten-two in the seventh inning. And they have either a, an outfield outfield player playing pitcher so you don't waste an, a bullpen arm, or you're just up big and you're 2-0 you're in the count, which means two balls, no strikes, and you just crush a ball. You, you, you see green light, don't even care about take. You see green light, you crush a ball, whatever. You hit a home run. Solo shot, doesn't matter. And the other teams are upset about it, so then they beam, they, they intentionally hit one of your players one of your teammates, because they think it's disrespectful you hit a home run. Even though you're playing the game with the way it's supposed to be played, you're most likely being paid because you do that, and you might even have an incentive in your contract to hit more home runs. It doesn't make any sense to me to be like, that shouldn't be allowed. What are you talking about? We're playing the game. If you're up on the mound pitching, I'm here hitting in the box. Why in the world would I just lay the bat on my shoulder and just act like I'm not trying to hit the ball. Like, that's just ridiculous to me. I don't understand it. I don't care what the score is. I don't care what the inning is. I don't care who's pitching. If you're in the box and there's a pitcher throwing at you and you're being paid to hit the ball, hit the ball. I don't care. It, score is... The score does not matter. Does not matter. Play the game It was the way it was intended to be played. If you don't want players to score more than a certain amount of runs, make a mercy rule. Pretty simple. Do it like every house league. Don't, don't don't just not count. Mercy. If it's 15-2 after seven innings, call the game. And say 13 rounds is too many, we're going to call the game at seven innings. You're going to piss off a lot of players and a lot of teams and a lot of owners. And probably the, pardon me, the, uh, the TV broadcasting rights. But I don't care. If you're telling me they should not play the sport the way it was intended to be played, stop playing it then. Make a mercy rule create a, a clause where you can get out because that's ridiculous to me to expect people to pay their money and wa and use that waste their time watching the sport when I have to intentionally watch an athlete not try because it is disrespectful to the opponent that they continue to play. That's the most asinine, ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my entire life and it makes no sense and by golly, please do not have that opinion that it's respectful because it's not. It is way... In my mind, and I think most people mind, if you explain it this way, of if you were doing something and someone beside you was so much better than you, they literally stopped doing it to let you catch up, or knew you were never going to catch them, so they just stopped doing it because they're like, why would I keep going when I know you're not going to catch me? That's way more demoralizing. That is way, way worse mentally, because it's literally you knowing and they knowing that you can't keep up. Instead of them trying to, to extend the lead by saying, I don't want you to come, come back. Even if it's, we all know they wouldn't come back. We all know you couldn't catch up. At least then the facade is still there. 
at least there's still a belief that maybe I could have if they would have stopped. Maybe if I could have, if they would have, you know, maybe I could have made the scoreline closer if they would have put the put, let their foot off the gas, if you will. It's ridiculous to me. It is. It's truly the most mind-boggling thing ever. And I know I've gone a while on just one topic, and I've probably gotten boring, but it just is the most ridiculous thing. Because baseball, as I mentioned, I'll finish the point, has just gotten to a point where it makes no sense because you do a bat flip at 5-3 and you hit a three-run shot to make it, you know, I'll even say 8-3, and then you get beamed your next time up on up to the mound, up to the plate, because you hit a home run at a bat flip or watch the ball for a second too long and they upset the pitcher. So now he's going to drill you. Like, that's just the most ridiculous thing. The things that people want to see are guys showing emotion. It's not being robots. It's not acting like it doesn't matter. Like, if I hit a home run, I'm going to watch it. You know, I'm going to take a little look at it. I'm going to admire that ball you smacked 450 feet down left center field. That's fair enough. But as a pitcher, you can stare down at batter if you strike him out. And, you know, you say you throw a 98 fastball right by him and you blow by him. Then, yeah, give, give him a little stare. Sure. Works for me. I don't care. That works. Don't act like you can't do that. And if the batter gets upset, I'm on your side. I think the batter's a loser. I think he's a mug. I don't understand why he's getting upset. The point of the pitcher's job is to strike you out, get you out. And your job is to put the ball either in play or in the seats, one of the two, or just get on base with a walk or hit by pitch. Either way. So I just... Mind boggling. Just the most ridiculous thing. Because again, I bring it back to my seven-year-old nephew in Alberta having to tell him to stop doing something because he's so much better than his opponent. Like, I I could never do it. I uh, No, I don't care what the score is. I don't care how much time's left. We're playing the game until the whistle is blown. Period. I don't care. Doesn't hurt my feelings. Score does not matter. Does not matter. Because that's how you lose concentration. That's how injuries happen. And not only those two things... It's way more disrespectful to me. And that's the that's the main thing that really upsets me. And I talked about a lot of things that upset me in this particular scenario. The one thing that really gets on grinds my gears is the idea that it's more respectful, more respectful to stop playing than it is to continue playing. That makes no sense to me. It just it doesn't that's so much more demoralizing. As a guy who played on a lot of bad teams, who li- I played, I think, three years of softball, we won three games in three years. Three games. We went winless in the year, I would be won two games in my first year, winless in my second year, we won one game in my third year, as we went up in the, in the rankings, in our in the age groups. My teams were awful. They were hot garbage. And I knew it. So I just tried to be the best I could, and do the best I could with what I could do. And it's way more demoralizing to know a team stopped trying than it is to know that we lost by 30, but at least I know they tried. I know they kept going. I know they were still working, trying to, you know, create a sweat or however you want to use the analogy. I way more respect that more. And I think it's more respectful to your opponent to say, we're going to keep playing hard because we want them to keep playing hard. Because if you st- if the team leading stops playing, the team who's losing is going to stop playing. Because why would they try? Why would they want to continue when they already feel like a, I'll say like a loser, but don't feel good. 
and now they see their opponent you know passing the ball around the you know in basketball passing the ball around the around, around the up around the perimeter or in hockey passing the puck between defensemen and playing perimeter and not even trying to score like that's way more demoralizing to me that's way more disrespectful to me to an opponent it's just literally look at them and say you guys suck so bad we're not even gonna try we're just gonna we're just gonna mess around until the clock hits zero and we're gonna shake hands and we're gonna go home like that's just ridiculous to me just the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. And I hate when pundits say it, or commentators, or analysts, or whatever word you want to use for them. I think it's stupid. I think it's always been stupid. And I've hated when coaches complained about it to me. Because I think it's just the dumbest thing ever. It's ridiculous. Completely ridiculous. And, yeah. I think that's, I think that's everything. I think I got that off my chest enough. I mean, hopefully, you know, people enjoy this. Hope you enjoy this, whoever's listening to this. Um, I plan to post a couple more like these. Um, I'm not sure exactly what topics I'm going to talk about. Um, I've had an idea of trying to watch a game in particular, where I watch an individual game, watch the entire thing, and if it's football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer with the World Cup going on, you know, MMA, boxing, what have you, um, even women's sports, college ball, football, and, and basketball with the college football playoff being set. I love college basketball. Um, I plan to watch a game and then review it, talk about it, break it down in an educated way, but try to, I'll say, explain it in a, non, a non-educated way to make it understandable to somebody who doesn't exactly know schematics or doesn't exactly know the ins and outs, which I'd say most fans don't, and I respect that, because it, it makes watching a little more difficult when you know, because then you get aggravated more, which is why I watch way less sports now than I did as a child, because I just get aggravated, because I just shake my head and go, why are you doing that? Why are you doing this? Please stop that. God help me. But anyway, just thought I'd talk about that with just the dumbness that happens in sports that just gets under my skin and can't imagine why people actually believe this garbage. Respectful. Respectful. Yeah. Garbage. Anyway, hope you enjoyed listening to this. I um, hope to make another one, if not tomorrow, which will be technically Saturday. I'm making this at about 1.38 on, uh, on Saturday morning, so just off of Friday. So I'm making a second one on uh, second one today slash Saturday. Um, might make one tomorrow on Sunday, depending on how my homework goes, because I have a project due Monday, so i got to make sure I get that started and finished. But anyway, hope you enjoyed this for Spencer of the Outrage. I hope to see you soon.